Welcome to another Aflame teaching session. We hope you enjoy this special message by Hank Kleinschmidt. Hank, it's great to have you with us today. Does Jesus still do that? Does He still raise the dead? <laughs> Hi, Andre. Yeah, thank you for, for having me and, and thank you for uh, you know discussing this. This is a great topic. Yeah, the answer is absolutely He does. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Uh, and all throughout Scripture, we, we see that he's, he's done it. You know, He did it in the Old Testament. The dead were raised in the Old Testament. Elijah, Elisha. Uh, there's different um, you know, testimonies about that. He did it in his own ministry, his, his, his time on earth. Uh, the apostles did it and it's absolutely still happening today. It's happening all around the world. And in fact, I think it's happening more than it's ever happened before. There's more testimonies of dead raisings now than, than you'll see in the book of Acts, you know, that's happening on a regular basis. So God is still moving in that way. He's, he's never changed. And He has authority over death, and He's the God of life. So absolutely, He's still raising the dead today. Okay, so share a bit with us for your experience. Uh, it's actually a command, Matthew 10, verse 7 and 8. He says, Go out, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, and declare that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What happened is my paths uh, crossed with a man called David Hogan, uh, who's a, a missionary, American missionary who's in Mexico, and he's been there for 40 years. And I started hearing about stories about people being raised from the dead. And, and at first, I really struggled to, to believe it, which is strange because I saw it in Scripture. But it, it's so hard when you're confronted with that reality uh, in your own life because it, it does confront and it does challenge your belief system completely. It, it challenges logic because it's not supposed to be possible. You know, being dead is, is final uh, to most of us in our thinking. Um, but God looks at it differently, you know. And um, as, I, as I heard about David's ministry and suddenly I heard that they've raised more than 500 people from the dead in their ministry, you know, and you, your first thoughts is this man must be a liar basically or, you know, there's something wrong here. Uh, and it really challenged me. And then finally I got to meet him. And, you know, you hear testimony after testimony of the dead being raised, you know, of babies that's dead in the mother's womb and then the baby gets res resurrected back to life or uh, members of their team that was, you know, dead from certain diseases or killed by, by um, uh, you know, by the, the rebel groups in Mexico and God would raise them from the dead. And there's testimony after testimony of the dead being raised. Uh, we have another guy in South Africa called Surprise Sitola. He's also raised an, a lot of people from the dead. Nobody really knows the number, but it's, it's, it's quite a number of people. And um, I actually met a man that was raised from the dead besides David Hogan. Um, his name is Franz. He's a Mozambican that lives in South Africa. Now he's got a church in Mpumalanga. And he was raised from the dead by Surprise Sitole. And I actually met Franz in person. I got to speak to this guy and hear his story, you know, and and all of these stories started coming into my life and it just challenged me about the fact that God is still doing this today. This is a, you know, France was declared dead. He was in hospital. He was gone. He wasn't breathing anymore. It's not like he was maybe dead. He was dead, you know. <laughs> he was beaten up in Cape Town actually by, by a gang when he wanted to lock the church at a conference and surprise and the whole church prayed for him. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. And then at some point um, when they forgave the killers, the murderers, that's when Franz was awakened from the dead and uh, all the wounds disappeared. There's no more wounds on him. And, and he got up, he breathed and, and he went to church the next day. You know, they actually, they actually went to the police station where these guys were in prison 
And Franz went there and said, listen, um, you know, they killed me, but I'm not dead anymore. So I don't know if they're, you know, kind of guilty. It's <laughs> got an interesting situation. Oh, wow. uh, one of the guys actually got born again. The one, the one killer actually got born again, and he's a pastor now, you know. So when you hear stories like that and you hear it firsthand, it challenges you and, and it challenges your belief system. Uh, it challenges what you think about God and what's possible and not. And it also challenges where you, what you believe has the greatest authority, uh, death or, or the God of the living. You know, and all of those things gets challenged inside of you and, and you need to start making a decision which way are we going to go, you know. Is this available today? If it's available for those guys, why not for me, you know. So all of that started adding to a story of me wanting to see that, that you know, God, you did it for them, so surely you can do it for me. And, and I want to see you do that because that really gets the attention of people and it, it really uh, it glorifies the Lord in a wonderful way. And that's what we want to see. It brings people to their knees and go, man, if, if there's a God that can raise the dead, then surely He can you know, heal my marriage. Surely He can heal my broken relationship with my children. Surely He can heal cancer or whatever it is. If you can do that, then surely nothing is impossible. So you have a, a story of your own. You're obviously you're saying you're pursuing that God would raise the dead. So share with us the story of what happened. So like I said, we, we pursued it for many years, prayer and fasting and seeking the Lord for that. And, and you know, the only way you're going to raise the dead is if you actually go and pray for the dead. So that's, that's part of it as well. So, you know, I can share the story, but I can also share a lot of stories that were very disappointing in that, that sense as well. In um, September 2017, I was ministering in Zimbabwe and we, we also have a church in uh, the Masvingo area with Pastor Jairo Shilele. So he's been working with me for, for a number of years. And we were doing an open air crusade meeting. It was just outside of Masvingo in a very rural area. So we were doing these meetings at night and uh, God moved and we saw amazing things things happen, people getting born again and people getting healed. So we did the final evening of the crusade and we got home at about 11 o'clock at night and myself and Vesel and a couple of the pastors were just sitting in, in a like a small kind of a rondavel room, drinking tea and talking and just enjoying our last, um, you know, cup of tea together before we, we left the next day. Uh, but they get a phone call and I see there's a bit of a commotion and the next minute there's a human being, you know, carried into the into the rondavel and they say, no, they want prayer for this, this young lady. She's probably 23, 24 years old. She's out cold, cold skin, uh, you know, eyes turned over. And, you know, I'm seeing her in the room now. Uh, so we immediately go, I I'm not, I'm lost in translation, so I'm not sure exactly what's happening at this point in time. We actually only got the full story a, a bit later. But I looked at her and I realized, man, we're, we're in trouble here. Whatever is happening to her, this is a seriously bad situation. I looked at the situation and I thought, well, I'm assuming this is either dead or a coma, but nobody said anything. So I'm going, okay, this must be a coma or, or I'm not sure. But I mean, there's no movement, no breath, nothing. It, this looks really bad. We started praying for her and we just went after it. Like I said, we didn't exactly know what the situation was. It didn't really matter. The point is she was in trouble. So we kept praying, you know, trying to see if anything happens. Uh, so all of us, we just, in the name of Jesus, just declared life and we released life over her. And then about 15 minutes in, nothing happened. And I was kind of thinking to myself, if this was my wife, I would be pretty nervous right now. And, you know, what would I have wanted somebody to do? And I just realized, well, we need to, you know, press on a little bit more. And everybody just kept going for it. And we just kept praying. Maybe two or three minutes later, because we would, you know, every now and again, we would lift the hand just to see if there's anybody. It was just stiff, cold, you know, there was just nothing. About two or three minutes after that first break, the next minute, this lady just sat up and she 
breathed, eyes rolled back, and she's alive. I mean, everyone in the room is just kind of in awe. I'm excited because I'm thinking, well, it doesn't really matter what was wrong with her. This is fantastic in any way. So I'm just super yeah, excited absolutely. about what's happening. <laughs> and she left the next morning, two o'clock, I leave back to South Africa. So, so we're kind of like, man, this was amazing, but I'm not exactly sure what happens. A while later, Pastor Jairus came to visit me and we, 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 you know, we just went over the story again. We actually shared it with somebody and he, yeah, he interrupted me as I'm telling the story because I'm not sure if it's a coma or what. And he goes, he said, like, listen, you missed the story. I'm like, well, obviously, I think I did. He says what happened is uh, she was declared dead um, at hospital and they actually wanted her, the, the parents to leave her at the hospital and to go to the police station to report it and to get the death certificate, get the whole thing rolling so that because she's declared dead, she just dropped dead in front of the shop um, in the village that we were in. That the parents heard about these pastors that were preaching, it was like a crusade meeting going on. And they said, uh, and what the mom and dad said to each other is, is there anybody that, that, that will pray for the dead and, and that can raise them from the dead? And they said, well, we heard about these Christian pastors, so let's go and see if they can do it. So the parents actually didn't listen to the hospital. They took the, the body and they brought it to us before they went to the police station. But she was declared dead by the hospital. And then she was completely raised from the dead. And that's actually what happened that wow. night. That story so blessed my heart. And it was that's just amazing. such an amazing thing. I actually heard uh, the other day she's still alive. She's still doing well. Uh, she hasn't had any uh, attacks or issues again, and, and she's, you know, she's she's living her life uh, as a healthy 24-year-old, uh, well, 27-year-old lady now. So that was just a, a phenomenal thing to see, and um, it's life-changing to to be in a room where that happens, you know. It so. is. Jesus still <laughs> raises the dead. He does. He, he does. is the resurrection and the life. Absolutely. And when we be connect to Him, who is life, then that life flows through us, yeah. which is just beautiful. The, the, you know, the look on her face, the look on everybody's face in the room was just amazing. And uh, like you say, just, it just does something in your own heart to see that this gospel, that we believe that it's real and, and that he truly has authority over death, you know, and, and that just opens up your whole world of possibilities of what God can do. And, and if he can do that for her, he can do it for somebody else. If he can do it in any situation, you know. So that just, it, it, for me, it just changes the whole way that we view life and our perspective on things, you know. Yeah, it does. For with God, Absolutely. nothing is impossible. Yeah, awesome. And I'm trusting that the story will stir each one of us, our faith, to trust God for small things, for big things. He is able. Yeah. So thanks, Hank. Thanks for sharing with us. Thank you, Andre. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this session. We hope that you were blessed by it. For more information about the ministry, go to www.aflame.co.za or find us on Facebook and Instagram under Aflame Ministries. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.